Hello everyone. Welcome back to a special episode of the philosophy behind Trumpism and populism. My name is Athalia Duco, and before we invite our specialist, I would like to introduce the topic at hand for today's episode. Today we will first discuss what exactly is populism, its backgrounds and beginnings, as well as examples throughout history. We are then going to delve into the philosophy behind populism, its connections between Trumpism and arguments for and against Trumpism and populism. Populism is a political approach that leaders tend to use in an effort to appeal to the concerns of the everyday common group of people. At the time, the populist party and movement created a voice for farmers and the rural population that were burdened by debt, falling crop prices, and the influence of powerful railroad and banking interests. They seek to advocate for reforms on the frequentage of silver, regulation of railroads, and the direct election of senators. The four basic tenets of populism are this. Number one, the belief of anti-establishment. Number two, appealing to the common people. Number three, simplification of complex issues. And lastly, number four, its emphasis on nationalism. These are ideals that aid in how populist leaders and populists think when it comes to political issues and conflicts. I am now going to bring on Donna, a specialist on the philosophy behind populism, and I'm also going to bring on Jacob, a specialist on Trumpism as well as populism. How are you guys doing today? Good, thank you for having me. Thank you. So Donna, can you explain to the listeners this philosophy behind populism? Of course. So generally there is a broad consensus among scholars about the main component of populism being the people in a moral battle against the elites. We'll focus here on the frameworks given by Madden Kaltwasser as well as Mensbridge, Macedo, and Foster. Let's first mention a few characteristics of populism that these scholars focus on. First of all, moral antagonism is important. In populism, people are virtuous and the elites are corrupt. This can be seen in populist leaders' rhetoric, campaign slogans, and more. Think about the absolute good against the absolute evil. The elites do not represent us, they do not care about us as the people. Yeah, that's a great point. We can see that all over Trumpism. Exactly. So. It's important to also note that populists put forward the idea that the people are the only legitimate actors in democracy. These people are an exclusive group, not the entire population, but those that are morally superior. Also, the leader of the populist movement matters. This leader claims to truly and uniquely represent the people, distinct from the elite who do not represent them. Yeah, it's just like Trump, who presented himself as the leader of the people, kind of against the elite. Um, his, a big part of su his success was due to his personal traits. Um, he kind of asserted himself as the one true leader of the people throughout both of his presidential runs because he claimed to be a self-made businessman um, as opposed to his opponents. Exactly. So scholars also recognize that populists need a crisis. The populist leader will utilize this crisis or even invent one with a focus on the people against the elite. Yeah, Trump definitely utilized crises in both of his presidential campaigns, which made him gain popularity amongst the people. He used things like uh, low job rates, low wages, losses from the 2008 recession to kind of portray himself as the savior. Um, and his campaign slogan of making America great again says exactly that. He's a strong leader who's the true face of the people and who can save America from a crisis. Okay, so now let's take a look into how Trumpism expands on populism. Jacob? Yeah, thank you for introducing me. Um, I should start by taking a moment to define Trumpism and explain why it's important to talk about. So Trumpism is a new strand of American political thought. It's associated with President Donald Trump. It's a combination of extreme patriotism, nationalism, nativism, and paleoconservatism, 
and uh, is generally thought to pose a pretty genuine threat to American democracy. And Trumpism and populism are irrevocably intertwined. His ideologies and his support base are both distinctly populist. But um, most American populist movements fizzle out pretty quickly. What makes Trumpism such an effective brand of populism? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, he takes the core tenets of populism that we've discussed and adds a nationalist dimension with a strongman leader. American populist tensions have kind of been bubbling up under the surface for years before his election. And um, a figure like Trump, a solo authoritarian strongman, kind of harnessing those tensions created the perfect storm. And Trump himself, I think, is the perfect populist leader. He maintains connections to the elites, as we've seen. He has a lot of like famous friends, rich friends, politician friends. But he's also ostracized just enough to portray himself as one of the people. He even talks like one of the people, which is one of his biggest strong points. Um, he doesn't shy away from quote-unquote locker room talk, which separates himself from other people. And um, the people kind of like that sort of thing. It's also important to point out how Trump has embraced nativism, his anti-immigration rhetoric, temporary ban on Muslims entering the United States, his demonization of Chinese people during the COVID pandemic are all kind of great examples of his nativist ideas. And then what really separates Trumpism from populism has been Trump's ability to demonize whoever he wants to. Um, he's united the people against the elites. He's united people against immigrants. He's united people against the media. And uh, his ability to do that to pretty much anybody is very dangerous. And um, arguably the most dangerous aspect of Trumpism, in my opinion, is his demonization of the media. If the people don't know what to believe, democracy is in danger. The philosophy of Trumpism is one of us versus them, but Trump has not just turned the people in the elites, he's turned them really against anybody who doesn't support him. Just think about Mike Pence. Um, Trump supporters were outraged that Pence wouldn't help overturn the 2020 election. And they turned on him instantly and pretty violently. Trump's really done a masterful job of portraying everybody who doesn't agree with him as the enemy, which is pretty impressive. Both Trumpism and populism are polarizing issues. There are passionate opinions on either side. The Lincoln Project is a group funded by Republicans with the sole mission to protect the American Republic from Donald Trump and those who identify as MAGA supporters. How do we feel about that? I think it's a justified position. The Lincoln Project is concerned with preserving democracy. Trumpism was put into power democratically, but there's little question that the existence of Trumpism innately threatens democracy. Yeah, I agree. Trumpism is an aggressive form of populism, which is already known to lead to authoritarianism. And uh, we already discussed how the existence of Trumpism kind of endangers all those that don't subscribe to it. So then what about a politician like Marjorie Taylor Greene? who has openly embraced Trumpism. Yeah, she's one of the extremists and is pretty good example of the dangers Trumpism can have to a liberal democracy. She's a vocal election denier, for example. Trump's rise to power legitimized a lot of extreme positions like hers, and there are millions and millions of people that buy into her claims of election fraud. So one of the biggest Trumpists being someone that's openly denounced like US democratic norms is pretty damning. The case can be made that populism is rooted in democracy. Is there an example of a positive populist politician? One counterexample to Trumpism in American politics specifically is through the presidency of Franklin D. Roosevelt, also labeled as arguably, quote, the greatest populist of modern times. He is mostly known for his various policies and actions that agreed with common tenets of populism. Roosevelt believed in a more active role for the government in regulating the economy and addressing social issues. The New Deal involved significant government intervention that helped stabilize the economy 
and provide relief to common people. Yeah, it's an excellent point. Roosevelt helped pull the country out of the Great Depression. Um, he helped navigate World War II and is generally considered one of the better politicians in American history as a populist. So after looking at both Trumpism and populism and the philosophy behind these two, is there a danger to liberal democracy? First of all, populists want more direct rule by the people who are morally superior, according to them. This is dangerous to democracy when there are demands that the majority, the people, prevail over any constitutional constraints and minority rights. Yeah, that's right. Um, we saw this idea materialize in the storming of the Capitol in 2021. Trump convinced his supporters that the election had been stolen from him, so they went in to take matters into their own hands. Yeah, exactly. And um, another idea in populism is that the people just know they are the embodiment of morality and wisdom, just like the argument that the election was stolen. This means that populists don't support democratic deliberation necessarily. That's problematic because deliberation is essential in liberal democracy, also with pluralism as one of the tenets. The populist leaders will use emotional and even vulgar language and also unrealistically simplify complex policy problems. Yeah, just bringing it back to the utmost danger of Trumpism. Um, Trump said at the rally before the Capitol riots that, we, that his supporters should fight like hell. And if they don't fight like hell, they're not going to have a country anymore. Um, there's no debating that Trumpist and populist ideas kind of inspire them to storm the Capitol, which is obviously very dangerous. Thank you, Jacob and Donna, for these important insights. This is another episode of Philosophy Behind Trumpism. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.